you're tuned in to the Neo Academy podcast. My name's Mark and welcome to another episode of Neo Ideas, weekly insights from the world of education. Three big ideas on the future of education. Great, you might say. We came here to read about the future of education and you give us frameworks. One thing education is not short on is frameworks. There are frameworks that explain theories, pedagogies, competencies, outcomes, methodologies. There are even frameworks to explain frameworks. But when the OECD, the World Economic Forum and UNESCO all publish frameworks on the future of education, even the most framework fatigued among us tend to stop and have a look. We are experiencing tremendous uncertainty right now and the future seems anything but stable. The volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous world ahead demands new solutions. Just seven pages into their recent report on lost learning from the COVID-19 impact, the OECD's own report drops this particular bombshell. Quote, results from OECD's PISA assessments show that there was no real improvement in the the learning outcomes of students across OECD countries over the last two decades, with no pandemic, and despite many educational reforms and rising expenditure. End quote. Learners have not necessarily lost learning during the pandemic. Learning happens all around us in myriad ways and is not the sole province of schools and universities. What is perhaps true is that learners have lost progress towards outcomes which have already stagnated for 20 years regardless of circumstances. While grassroots learning theorists, agitators and thought leaders all clamour for change, two in five UK K-12 teachers say they will quit within a few years and 55% of US college teachers this year reported seriously considering a change of career or early retirement. Much is changing bottom-up through the relentless heroism of teachers and educators and a rising voice of the learner, but what about the view from the very top? We look at how the big three see education in the years ahead and reflect on what that might mean for our learners in schools and universities. The OECD Learning Compass The OECD's Future of Education and Skills 2030 initiative has come to a head with the dissemination of the learning compass. Why a compass? This is a nod to the need for learner agency and self-direction to navigate the challenges of the future. Truthfully, this is an encouraging start. They describe it as aspirational and aimed at individual and collective well-being. The OECD even acknowledge that this notion of well-being goes far beyond, quote, the economic and the material, end quotes. Are we moving towards ditching the pursuit of GDP in favour of gross domestic happiness, as the Bhutanese have done for a long time? We'll see. What stands out to us is that they say it's not framed by assessments and rubrics, as it acknowledges that learning can happen formally and informally anywhere, and not just in school. They did just do a 150-page report about the huge extent to which learners lost learning by not being in school 2021, but hey... Let's give this one a chance. There's lots of good in here, even if it does fall short of addressing the wider systems of education that might actually support its integration. At least there's a focus on agency, well-being, and crucially, wider community involvement. Have a look and see what you think. The World Economic Forum's Industry 4.0 Revolution 
The fourth industrial revolution gets a section all to itself because, well, it's going to change absolutely everything. If education is preparing us for the world ahead and the professions we might follow, we cannot look at this without addressing the impending impact of technology. Technology has been changing our lives for years in numerous ways, but the pace is gathering. The World Economic Forum themselves tell us that the change will be exponential, fundamentally altering systems and governance the world over. Got your attention? It certainly caught our imagination. 50% of current jobs will become automated by 2030. AI, VR, augmented reality, big data will change the way we learn and interact. So education must be ready for this, come what may. How does it affect education? In a world of uncertainty and where the jobs that will exist cannot currently even be imagined, we need to let go of our focus on knowledge and standardised testing. We need to focus on skills and competences and lifelong liquid learning. Knowledge quickly becomes obsolete, but skills grow and remain. Knowing something is great until it becomes useful, but knowing how to learn will serve you whatever comes around the corner. Any institution or organisation that is not preparing learners in this way, creating space for learner-directed problem solvers and cognitively flexible, adaptable thinkers, is not ready for the future. UNESCO Futures of Education Learning to Become UNESCO has a broader scope for the future of education, and a bolder one too. Full disclosure, the report will not be finished until November 2021, but we already know the parameters. The grammarians among us may, may have noted the plural use of futures, and though we thought we had simply typed this pre-coffee, in fact, it's actually a deliberate acknowledgement that there are many possible futures as we enter uncertain waters. The age of the third industrial revolution did cause us a few small problems, such as the wholesale destruction of our planet and the idea that our education systems were basically factories to prepare learners for a future of contribution to the economy and the grand old GDP Thank you very much. These times were, however, somewhat linear. There was a vague sense of predictability. Governments fell, but others took their place. Economies collapsed, but bounced back. Not so with the next 30 years. The threat to our world through climate change is existential, and the changes through technology and shifting socio-political currents will need careful navigation. UNESCO has reached out broadly for evidence-based thinking on how we meet this world, and this means the whole world, rather than just the privileged. They've asked the question, what do we want to become, and how can learning support that? In such pressing times, we were disappointed to learn that the report's publication needs not directly to a global policy agenda, but a global debate. The policy comes after, and so we have to remain patient. We admit does give us some sense of hope. Where to next? It's time for big ideas, but we also need action. At Neo Academy, we talk every week to people in education from all over the world, and we see a push towards change from the bottom up. The view from the very top, it would appear, is beginning to swing around to agree with the changemakers and dreamers that advocate for a total transformation of education systems with great urgency. Companies are already on board. They've known for a long time that education needs a serious injection of the real world. In the middle, 
we have policy makers at government level, heads of accreditation bodies. What must they think with this change swirling all around them? When these scattered voices become a chorus, we might just find the harmony we seek. Will you add your voice to ours? Thank you.